All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. How do astronomers schedule a meeting? How? They plan it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got a joke, too. <laughs> what is a pirate's favorite letter? Oh my God. <laughs> this is the third time. God, Scott. What is it? R. No, it's the C. <laughs> okay, another one, though. I'm going to cut that out. Um... How does it go? My my friend... Oh, I can't remember how it goes. Right. I have a joke. <laughs> okay, what is it? What's Tim's favorite letter? Nazis. Nazi. <laughs> Nazi! <laughs> <laughs> you make that up on the fly? I did. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I'm cutting this out. And welcome back. Tim with the introduction. I love it. Welcome to a new episode of Dropping the Gloves. Another night episode here. And can I say happy Thanksgiving to everybody? Do it. Yeah. Today is Tuesday. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there in the United States. Yeah. Canada's already been there. We had ours last month. But now it's the United States. I get to celebrate both Thanksgivings. It's actually really nice. So, happy Thanksgiving. Tim, what are you doing? Editing the mic. Adjusting the audio. Turning down my mic. You're much louder than everyone else. <laughs> Whenever we do the testing here, I always test like, check, 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 check. And then I, as soon as like the lights come on, I'm like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and I just talk really loud. Way over so, the top. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Once the bright lights are on. I just, You're excited. I just, you know, <coughs> come to life. It's showtime. But anyway, so... Uh, Thanksgiving. What are we thankful for? John, what are you thankful for during this holiday season? I don't know. Good answer. Good answer. Tim? Well, I'm in a city where I don't have any friends or family, so I'm thankful that both of my friends, John, invited me to their house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was really nice of you guys. Anytime. You're more than welcome. I already have plans. Thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> was that a setup? Uh, Unbel- John, have you thought of something you're thankful for yet? I'm thankful for Tim. Oh, that's nice. John. That's really nice. I'm thankful for my family, for you guys. It's a really, really good time of life right now. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers to everybody. Yes. So anyways, on to the show. I actually had a little... It's funny. I was doing my fall cleaning today because we had a big snowstorm two weeks ago. Everything melted and you have like... We have a small window to blow the leaves out, get all the stuff in, get everything winterized. I was putting my barbecue away and I have a big tarp for the barbecue and it just sits in one place mostly the whole summer. And I was unraveling it, and all of a sudden, two mice pop out of the tarp. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! And it like, kind of creeps me out. 
and first reaction, I step on one right away. Of course. Squish it. And the second one kind of evaded me, and I, I spent like a good two or three minutes hunting it down on my deck, and I couldn't get it. So it was a mouse. I think there's like a metaphor for your hockey career. I don't understand that. Chasing people around. Oh, well, I guess so. Stomping on the smaller people than you. Yeah. I know, but then I felt <laughs> bad after the fact. I'm like, man, I stomped on that mouse. And I still kind of feel bad about it. But it was just a knee-jerk reaction or a foot-jerk reaction yeah. where I just stepped on it. And it is funny, no matter how big you are or how tough you are, you see two mice by your feet, you start jumping. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, literally, like a movie. Like, <laughs> it was really funny. So, yeah, that happened to me, what? Did any of, any of the uh, your daughters see that? Nobody though? saw it, no thankfully. One saw it. I just, it was, I was by myself off our deck on our kitchen. And I just, just Did you tell your kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. And they asked where the mouse was, and I said I, it flew off the deck, because our deck is like, 20 feet high so the one that survived superman did off the deck okay <laughs> and the one that got killed they're like well where's the mouse i was like i kicked it off the deck it's mm-hmm. on the ground somewhere so there's a dead mouse smushed underneath my deck somewhere but anyway so that just happened to me and we're thankful we're thankful and that kind of sets the tone for the podcast because it's a very it's so it's a very somber podcast i think it's just mm. it's some serious topics it's a, a lot of serious topics is right so where do you want to dive into, John? I don't know. I came in all excited, and now you're bringing it down. I know. I, I was going over our agenda. I was and in a good just mood. Like now we're talking about like serious issues. So we'll, we'll Did try. Did somebody to... die? <sighs> Maybe someone's <laughs> career died. Ooh, Peters, he's done. Yep, gotta fire him. Done from the league. Who's this guy? So he is a coach in the NHL, and. Some remarks came out this this week today from Akima Lou, who was um, an African American black player. I guess when he was in the minor leagues with the Rockford Ice Hogs, his coach was Bill Peters, and they must have listened to a lot of rap music. And Bill doesn't like that, so he came into the room and started throwing around the N word a little oh, liberal. No. And he's like, "I don't like this M F and N music." <laughs> And it's just like you can't have that. I don't care. It just you can't you you can't do that. That is crossing fifteen lines. I don't care if it was ten years ago, if it was fifteen years ago, or if it was two hundred years ago. You got you got to go. I'm sorry. That right, Tim? Absolutely. You're a Nazi sympathizer. So where do you stand on this issue? <laughs> yeah, Peter's. Yeah, he's got to be fired. There are so, certain things that are just unforgivable. Yes. That's got to be one of them. What is Calgary? And mind you, by the time we release this. They might have fired him already, but to this point, they still haven't fired him, even though Akima Lou has come out and said this happened, and he had two teammates who were in the room corroborating his story, saying, yeah, this happened. And then there's another story about a player who said he kicked him in the back on the bench <laughs> because he wasn't performing or listening to him the right way. So this guy obviously has some issues. What has taken Calgary so long to pull the trigger to fire this guy? I don't understand. They're probably. I'm sure he's already lawyering up. I bet they're just trying to be careful about it. Who's lawyering up though? Peters. Why would he lawyer up? Because he's he's going to be you know defending himself. He's about to he's about to go through the ringer of public opinion and probably going to be fired. They just want to be careful they don't just do something rash and then have a lawsuit on their hands. I'm guessing. And I bet you they're trying to terminate his contract. Yeah, I, that's it would what be I was interesting thinking. Interesting to see how many. How long his term is? If he has two, three years left, they might just—they got to pay out. 
Yeah, fire him for yeah. just cause. Then this would be a just cause. Like, listen, you never disclosed this when we hired you. You're a racist. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. So, I know, John, you have a black daughter. I do have a black daughter. You're right. Does this strike you personal when you hear stuff like this? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't like people using the N-word. I don't think I don't think that's appropriate. Right? Why would you say that? Why, why would you say that to somebody? I know. Unless you're just so ignorant where you just have no concept of the the power that that word has or you're just hate-filled and mm-hmm. you want to really hurt this kid. Yeah. Because at the time this guy was it was his first year in pro hockey and this was his first pro coach. So he looks up to this guy and he's trying to impress him and you have this coach saying these things to you and you're just like, "Whoa." Well, if you want to if you if you're a coach and you want your players to play better, I I don't think Play better music or play better on the ice? Well, both, right? (laughs) I don't think calling them names like that is going to help inspire any creativity in the game. Have you experienced any of that? Because your daughter is what? She's eight, nine? She's nine. Nine. Is there anything like that? No, we haven't had anything. Luckily, we live in Traverse City. Right. It's a little bit different of a culture up here, but no, not really. Because you can't... I'm, is it okay to say you adopted your daughter? Absolutely. So, yeah, John's white and his daughter's black. Your daughter's black. So, yeah, yep. just full disclosure. I don't know. Is that okay, know. Tim? Are you okay with that? You okay I'll with allow that? it. I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Okay. <laughs> Tim's the police here. So, yeah, it's just interesting. I um, It's funny. Hockey, you you hear about this kind of – and I played with players who are black I play, a lot. And they always tell stories about Owen oh, Juniors. Like people used to throw bananas on the ice and they used to – throw racial epithets and stuff like that. It's like unbelievable, but you never heard of it in the NHL yeah, ever. And now to, to, to see it seep into the pro game into the NHL level, it's alarming, disturbing. I hope the NHL takes a stand, bans the guy and he's done. Like I, I, I hope they're better than the NFL when it comes to like um, the domestic abuse and all that stuff. Like you have to take a stand and it has to be firm and it's an easy no-brainer one to do. If he did it, you got to get rid of him. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on the topic, but do you think that black players are targeted more as a player just because of them being black? As I, far as like physical play, well, I mean, or? like people like I, I've seen when we watched um, who's the who's the player for Detroit Smith yeah, went, the during prospect. the the prospect tournament. It seemed like everybody was going after him, and, and and maybe it was just he's he's obviously black. So like, am I just noticing that? As a person, noticing that more people are trying to hit him as opposed to I everybody don't know. else. That's interesting. I never, I never once was like, "Oh, gotta hit that black guy." <laughs> I never, that never crossed my mind. Yeah. So I don't. I know Smith is a physical player. Yeah. So maybe that's why he kind of jumped off the page and he noticed him. And he's in the NHL now, so he must yeah. have been good at the prospects tournament. But no, I don't think so. I just hope that this gets dealt with quickly and it doesn't drag on and there's no just back and forth. It just—it's one of those things where if it drags on two, three, four days, it's a bad look. You know, you have to nip it in the bud right away and do yeah. the right thing. There's no, there's no gray area on this if it did happen. No, and I think he's under investigation right now by first by the GM Brad. I'm going to miss tra- traveling, living, traveling, uh, and the NHL has stepped in now, made a statement on it. Just saying it's inexcusable. They're looking into this. They had a practice today, and the coach was not there. Yeah. Uh, so I think the writing's on the wall. It's just a matter of when. By the time we release this episode, I fully expect him to be fired. Um, it's just one of those things, like I said, it's inexcusable. There are certain things that you can kind of like say, you know, he got caught up in the moment, or he, he crossed the line, he went too far. But something like this, you just – so, you have to have so much hatred in your heart to, to say that to someone. Yeah, you know? I know. And it's just like, what's next? Because now there's – like, who? what else is going to come out? 
right? Because all it takes, it, it obviously, that's what it took in the, the the whole Me Too movement for the the sexual intimidation, the sexual harassment mm-hmm. issues in Hollywood and elsewhere in the sports world for all the female athletes. Like now, is this the the oh yeah, the point? tip of the iceberg right here? Because it, it just takes one person to kind of start that, <laughs> and is this is this the beginning of it? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, it started with um, the Babcock situation. Some of those stories started Marner, coming yeah. out with Marner. And then uh, Akima Lewis said it was in reference to Babcock. These stories coming out that he wanted to share this one. And little things are coming up. It kind of feels like something's happening right now. Like, right? Like, this, this, this something, it's the beginning of something, I think, that maybe it's like the hockey's version of the Me Too movement where they're just going to start bringing out these stories from juniors, from the NHL, from the minor leagues, of guys, coaches going too far. I feel like something's starting right now. I just, I honestly, I, I don't see it. I, I've played for dozens of coaches. I've never once had any issues like this at all. So I, I hope, who knows, there could be some other things coming up. The only thing I could potentially see happening is, and they've already stamped this out, but just the junior leagues and how they used to haze players and stuff and that sort of thing, I could yeah. see that. I never played juniors, but I've heard stories along the way of the type of things that they've done, and it's like... It's terrible. Oh, it's awful. So I think all that laundry's already been aired, but you never know. There could be some new stuff where someone made me do this or someone said this or whatever. Who knows? But I just don't think I don't think it'll happen. So with all these stories coming out and people coming forward, is there anything that you want to get out in the air, John? Get get ahead of a story here? <laughs> John's going to be in the news next week. <laughs> John took a dump on my foot in the shower. <laughs> I mean, maybe Risto, but you've already, you've already gotten ahead of that yeah, story. Yeah, no, Risto, yeah. he attacked me. I was defending myself. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I was... You're clean. I was clean. I, I kept it nice and professional. It's in- Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, it's interesting you say that because a couple of guys have come forward saying like, these stories aren't unusual. This Babcock stuff happens all the time. Like these, these aren't really remarkable stories. That these things happen all the time. So it's interesting that you say you haven't really seen anything like that. And the guys saying that were not players; they were reporters, probably hearing things. With ba- Mike Babcock, just in general, like this is the problem in all of hockey, in the NHL, in pro hockey. Dropping end bombs? Not the end bombs, but I think like players crossing lines, players playing mind games with. I mean, coaches playing coaches, mind games with the yeah. players. Yeah, coaches crossing lines. Um, coaches saying mean things, and I don't mean mean like rude but like crossing the line like the n-word type of stuff it's not that unusual now i've never seen any and mind you reporters are around hockey more than i I guess i was i've never seen anybody cross the line yeah well because there's a line and assault like calling someone that is is like there's the line and then there's a hundred feet behind it (laughs) is the next line Yeah. yeah so like i've been called names by coaches when i make a bad player i'm not playing well like every name in the book but maybe i just have a thick skin and it doesn't affect me whereas who knows millennials i would think get that by it. i would think that like the players would get pissed enough to want to go and say something or or like fight the coach like well it did say why would article, you so i'm good buddies with jake dowell i play with him he's an awesome guy he did approach peters and said you need to apologize for this mm-hmm. and apparently peters didn't apologize he doubled down and called him the N-word again in the office <laughs> and just really what? went after wow. him again. And so it's just, it's bizarre. It's it's a bizarre thing. He guy's got to be gone. Yeah, and, gone. And I feel bad for Luke because he kind of said it sort of derailed his career before it really even had a chance to get nah, off the ground. I don't ground. believe that. He was, he was a mediocre hockey player. He was a second-round pick entering the league, and now he's playing in the coast. Good. Like, what? I don't, I don't believe that as far as... 
I don't believe it at all. He was an okay hockey player. He was a strong physical kid. He got drafted in the second round. That might have derailed his career for that year. If you're good enough, you make the show. Unless you're not mentally strong and he crumbled. So that whole thing where it's like, who knows? Maybe he's lining up a lawsuit against the NHL. Like, I should have made the, <laughs> made the NHL if not for this racist. So who knows? I don't buy it that he should have made the show. I don't. I don't like it. That part of it. So he'll definitely be gone because he was sort of already on the hot seat before this thing even broke out. Like the, the the flames are way underperforming. They're under 500 right now. They're negative 16 as a team. Like they were talking about him being the next coach fired after Babcock anyway. Yeah, I don't think he would have been fired for a while though. I think he had a pretty long leash. But yeah, he's gone now. He's yeah. gone. And they have a uh, a black player on their team. So it's just it's an interesting dynamic. What does he do after that? Like everyone says Babcock will get another job, but what does this guy this do? This guy's he's done. done. He he's is not doing anything. Done. If I was the NHL, I would ban him. Mm-hmm. I would ban him from the league. That's what I would do. Maybe he goes overseas. Probably could coach in Germany, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know some coaches he could be an assistant with. I don't. Oh. Uh, I'm sure you can make a few calls though. Okay. Did you see that they were auctioning off all the Nazi memorabilia? Of course you did. did what not. did you buy? I didn't buy anything. They were auctioning off like um, Ava Braun's dress and Hitler's like party hat that he wore out to like social events and a couple other items. As Tim <laughs> fixes his hat, is that did he wear a Minnesota Wild hat? He was a big he might fan. have. Unbel- and yeah, he's wearing a Wild hat. He's a Bruins fan. I'm a hockey fan. Oh, you're so full of it. All right. Anyway, so we, you touched on Babcock. He's still in the news because the Marner accusations come out. He's front news. Front page news right now. It's um. What do you? What's your take? So, John, did you know about the Marner thing? No. So, Marner's rookie year, the head coach comes up to him. Marner at this point is a very highly touted prospect. It's his first year in the NHL. Big, big hopes for him. Twenty years old. Twenty years old. The head coach, who is like the face of the city, big, big name coach, comes up to you and he goes, "Hey, do me a favor." Write a list of all the guys on the team and rank them from best to worst. Who works the hardest? Who doesn't work at all? <laughs> doesn't that sound strange? <laughs> You're a that. business Why owner. Why would you do that? Right? <laughs> and then, to top it off, he takes the list and reads it to the team. <laughs> and said, this is how Mitch sees you guys, just to let you know. Oh, my Lord. And he just like probably rips into some What did he do too. that for? Who knows? Just to make him... Feel bad? What he, he said was he was trying to like get Marner to focus on who he looked up to and the hardest workers and kind of sort of emulate them. But he literally read. Did he like, have to place himself in the middle of theirs? I don't it's know. Like, I don't know if he was on the list. But he pulled yeah, like where, he, would, where would Mitch put himself <laughs> on the list? I'm number two, coach. Yeah. <laughs> At least the good three. That is a good question. We need yeah. to ask Marner. I bet you no one's asked him that question. I'll shoot him a text. Yeah. Where did he put himself on the list? Oh yeah. <laughs> That would be really funny. Then all so, the people think that he's just being a total ass. So the, all the veterans of a team were like, Coach, what the hell are you doing? Are you serious? Like, yeah. why would you do this to this guy, this kid? Like, what? what is your problem? Um, they all stood up for him, and it's just it's a crazy story. And I think, again, which makes me think there are, there are more of these that are come out. Mm-hmm. There's no way this is an isolated incident. This is so bad. I'm sure hurts. there is. Here's my only issue. Yes, it's a terrible thing. Uh, like, it's just... Silly move by Babcock. You should have never did it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. What I don't like is all these people coming out of the woodworks now criticizing Babcock. Where if you would have probably asked him a question about Babcock two weeks ago, they would have been sniffing his bum 
and saying he's God's gift to whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that. And all these analysts and reporters, they're just all of a sudden on the let's hate Mike Babcock train. It's so it's just inauthentic. I don't like it. Yeah, but like sometimes it takes one to sort of open the floodgates and give everyone else the courage and the platform to do that. This isn't courage and platform for reporters and analysts to just all of a sudden start trashing Babcock. This is let's jump on the wave. Now is the time to bash Babcock. Let's get in on it. I don't like it. I don't like that mentality. If you stuck up for him when he was coach and you liked him and you wrote articles about him and you talked well for him, just stick with it. You know, it's okay to say, yeah, this was a bad move. I still think he's a good coach. I just don't like it. I really, it, it irks me because now everyone's hating Babcock and I feel bad for the guy because like he went from being the toast of the town. Everybody loves his interview style and now everybody hates him. And I'm like, man, like just no loyalty at all. And this is the, I, you know, it grinds, it grinds my gears. <laughs> Here it <you> is. Guys. <laughs> There is zero loyalty in hockey whatsoever, from the GM to the coach to the players to the trainers, none. You said that last year about Q. You were like, "Oh, it only takes three three Stanley Cups to want to have you right? get fired." Yeah, yeah. no loyal, loyalty yeah. whatsoever, and it it translates from the hockey world to the media world. What have you done for me lately? Oh, you're you're not winning some games. I'm going to bash you. I saw it in my All Star Game thing. People. Liked me, oh, you're a tough guy, this is great, we hate you, you suck. And I don't like it. I just think it's inauthentic, and it just rubs me the wrong way. I said I didn't like Babcock because he's a bad coach. said it all along. Now I, I'm sympathizing with the guy, and I like him. <laughs> because I feel bad that people are just coming at him with their swords, like, just going at him. And all he did was, like, tell Mitch Martin to write a list. Yeah, but there's more than that. I mean, I think all the guys have these stories. Like, you're talking, like, Mike Commodore has his stories. I, Commodore, he, he's he got some issues <laughs> yeah. where he is really coming at him way too strong where he, <laughs> I listen, <laughs> he just seems to me where he's just like, it comes off almost as, like, weird. He's, like, obsessed with Mike Babcock. Where it's like, take it easy, man. He was your coach for like a year and a half. He's been tweeting nonstop since the firing. Doesn't like 10 that, tweets a day. Doesn't that alarm anybody? It's a little strange. We're like, this guy is so infatuated. With Mike. He might be in love with Mike Babcock. <laughs> like, this might be a single white female thing where he secretly just <laughs> loves this guy. And he wants his approval so much. I bet you if Mike Babcock called Mike Commodore and said, hey, sorry, man. Commodore would just be all, like, I love you, man. I've I've always wanted to hear those words. Now we're just going to get tweets from Commodore nonstop how much he hates me. Well, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> there are others, though. Carlo Koliakovo said every year in Detroit, the leaders would go in and try to get him fired, but Kenny Holland wouldn't even entertain that conversation. So you got to think, who are, the, who are those players? Was it Lidstrom and Datsuk? I mean, that, that carries some weight. Those guys have a lot of respect. I don't respect. like that quote, Koliakovo. It'd be interesting to hear his quotes earlier on if he was like, Oh, he was the best coach. He won me a Stanley Cup. What a great coach. Yeah. Just be, it's, it's a difference between the whole Akeem Alou thing where there was actual abuse to this is just people piling on a guy because he's, you know, in a, in a downturn. I'm going to give you one more. And this one actually fits in with what you've said um, the last few months since the season started. 
is uh, Chris Chelios. And this is two years ago. This is not yeah. a recent one. He said, I'm telling you, no veteran free agent is going to want to come in and play for Mike Babcock. I said the same thing. He said the same thing with Beza. I said the exact same thing. So it's, uh, yeah, I like that because he said it two years ago. Right. He wasn't a coward and waited until everybody was jumping on him and dumping on him to say his piece. Like Koliakovo. I think that's cowardly. Don't you think? Are you gonna are you gonna Ron McClain me and just like thumbs up, and then apologize later? For We're on it? video right now. Here's a Whatever. Thumbs up. I just I don't like it. I think it's cowardly. I think if you have something to say, say it when you think it. Don't wait until everybody else is doing it, and you can be like, oh yeah, you know what? I don't like that guy either. What a jerk. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what else about these Babcock stories. It kind of makes sense now when we see all these holdouts in the last two years with Nylander, Marner, Matthews. We're kind of, we're like, what's going on in Toronto? Who are these divas that are holding out for more money? And now it all makes sense. They're like they're not taking a pay cut to play for this guy, right? Like they're not buying into the system. They're not like like the Bruins and like so like you got Pasternak, you got Sebastian Ajo in Carolina, you got Braden Point in Tampa, all taking pay cuts, signing for like seven per, and then you have Matthews and Marner signing for like ten or eleven, where they're really identical players. It's like what's going on there? And those guys buy into their team. They love their coach. They buy into the system and their teammates. These guys are like, there's no way I'm taking a pay cut to stay in Toronto to play for this man. Right, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. It fits the mold. I was I was trying to think of a way to disagree with you, but I can't. <laughs> no, that's a very good point. I think Tim sounds very smart. You do. That that's a Gosh, really good Tim. point. And that all it, it, it's funny. It takes a good atmosphere to win championships, and it's a trickle down effect. And if you feel that winning vibe from the GM to the coach, and you want to be there, you're going to do things to help the team out. So they've looked a little different in the past two games without Babcock. They're two and zero now. Barry scored his first goal in the first period without without Coach. Our Babcock. bet's off, by the way, because I was under the impression <laughs> Which that he bet? was going to play under Tyson Barry. Oh come on! Or play under Babcock. <laughs> and we have another bet with the New England Patriots. Yes, making it to the Super Bowl or no, winning the Super Bowl. Winning the Super Bowl. Oh man, how do you feel about that bet now? I feel great. Really? Why would you not? Lamar Jackson, ten and one. Lamar Jackson. He's pretty good. Have you heard of Tom Brady? Yeah, he's having the worst year of his career. No, he's not. Yep. The yes, worst. He is. No, he's not. Yes. <laughs> no, he's not. Their defense is keeping him in this game, this season. You think the defense isn't going to be there in the Super Bowl? I have their defense on my fantasy team. Yeah. Oh, my word. What's your record right now? We are clipping along at 7-3 and three right now. We're doing well. We're doing well. But my only problem is we play defensive players – and you have a certain number of acquisitions. I think we have 15, and I've reached my max. And my D player got hurt last week. So now I don't have any defensive players for the rest of the year. For the whole year? Yes. And I didn't have another guy on my bench. It was a bad management decision. That's why you do weekly caps, not, not whole seasons. Oh, no, it's good because you can't just have, like, I, I was willy-nilly picking people up, and I just wasn't thinking. And I was, like, picking up quarterbacks and this and that. Now I'm like I've messed my messed my whole season. Does it up. reset in the playoffs? You get like two. No, or three? no, it doesn't. What? I'm done. I'm absolutely done. Unless um, the Dallas linebacker comes back, Vander Esch. Hope for a speedy recovery. He's got a neck injury. Thoughts Usually and prayers those ones aren't too speedy. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers out to Vander Esch. Ts and peas. Ts and peas. Speaking of injuries, how's your shoulder? How's the wing? Let's get a check in. It's good. Did yeah. you go to therapy? Uh, I, I had it yesterday, but I forgot, so I didn't go. Oh my gosh, Whoa. Tim! You're only allowed so many for insurance. I got really, I got really uh, busy at work, John. So I'm like, oh crap! They what are you me. doing? Tell your boss. I know. Do you not want to get back into the league or what? I have another appointment tomorrow, and next week I, I have an appointment to find out with a doctor. 
Um, well, obviously, with a not a homeless guy in the street. No, but all the PTs has been with like a <laughs> physical got an therapist. With Larry <laughs> at the coffee shop. You, you know exactly what I meant. Come I on, I got an appointment with a doctor. I hope so. He's a real doctor this time. <laughs> it's the actual whatever. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Pediatric, not the uh, that what it is. Pediatric, Pediatric is babies. baby doctor. <laughs> what's, the, what's the what's the bone doctor? <laughs> Podiatrist? see a baby doctor. Podiatrist is feet. Get your feet what? checked out? <laughs> what is Holy it? Holy moly. What? what is the word? I don't know. What kind him. of doctor are you thinking of? Bone doctor? I don't know. What's, it starts with a P. I don't know. It's I'm not, not pediatrics. It's not a pediatrics. <laughs> Gynecologist, Tim? Is that where you're going next? <laughs> no. Tim, you are This episode of Dropping the Gloves is brought to you by... I'm actually excited for this one. It's brought to you by CoolHockey.com. I have actually ordered some jerseys from them because when my career ended, I couldn't get a jersey for the life of me. So whenever I need a Scott jersey for a charity or something, I go to CoolHockey.com. So it's cool we're pairing up with them. So hey, anyways, go to CoolHockey.com. They've been selling jerseys since 1999. Everything is done in-house, all the names on the back, all the numbers. They don't ship it out to somebody else, so you get your jerseys fast, and they're honestly a better quality. The customization is approved by the NHL every year, so you're not getting knockoffs, you're not getting outdated stuff. All the colors, all the logos, everything on the shoulders, everything is up-to-date, so you're getting legit up-to-date jerseys that the players wear. So if you want a jersey for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for anything, hockey season is in full swing, you got to get some new swag. Go to CoolHockey.com, use promo code JohnScott20, and you get 20% off all of their Adidas jerseys. Isn't that crazy? So, CoolHockey.com, use promo code JohnScott20, and get 20% off Adidas jerseys, and you'll help this guy out a little bit. So get some jerseys, you'll be looking good for the new year. All right, so get a mammogram while you're at it. Should we move on to another depressing topic? Yeah, we can skim over this one. You guys, heavy stuff. Let's talk about some fun stuff soon. This sucks. It's just like it's about to get worse. Oh man, Bobby Ryan took a leave from his team because he has some. Who's this guy? Who's he? He's a forward for the Ottawa Senators, drafted number two behind Sidney Crosby. Probably what ten years ago now. Oh five, so closer to fifteen. Fourteen years ago. Um, some good math on the fly. I just know how to subtract. So he took a leave from his team to go to rehab because who knows? I'm guessing drugs. I would imagine <laughs> he's really his career took a downturn when he went to Ottawa, and he's just really hasn't. You've also hasn't said recovered. that's like the worst city. The worst. He said it's so depressing. It's like if you're depressed and you're not feeling good and you get sent to Ottawa. Oh. Good luck. Like, there's no coming back. Like, he's had he's had like a crazy timeline in his career too. I have some numbers in front of me. So, like he, like you said, he was drafted second overall, and it was always sort of like the Sidney Crosby consolation prize. It was like Crosby and the next. Like usually, the second one and two were pretty close. He wasn't even close to. Can I just say something? Yeah. Benoit Pouliot, number three, was he played with him for a long time? Yeah, yeah, skilled guy, really nice guy. Same birthday as me. No way. September 26th. Way to go. Um, same year. Send your cards. Send yeah, them to me. Yep. Um, and then his first four years in Anaheim scored 30-plus goals in each of them, like 32, 34, 36. Um, probably playing with Getzloff, if I remember. Getzloff and Solani. I would imagine. If I'm guessing. He was on the U.S. Olympic team in 2010. And then in 2014 was traded to Ottawa. And it was never never the same player again, literally. Who did he get traded for? 
Um, it was Silverberg and a couple other guys. I don't remember. How do you just know that? I looked at some research, John. Was oh, that my bad. a salary dump by Anaheim or? <laughs> I don't know. I think that yeah. I think they didn't. They knew it, they couldn't get him. Resign him. Yeah. At the time, he was like a top, you know, ten winger in the league. Yeah, and then he's, he's had a rough past too. He's had a rough childhood. He's had a rough childhood. He was infamously snubbed from the 2014 Olympic team. Him and Phil Kessel, if you remember, like they were. Everyone was like, these are two of the top five American yeah, yeah. players in the league in yeah. points and goals over the last five years. But the story was that he didn't hustle on defense. He, you know, didn't cover his guy. Didn't back check, which you've already sort of corroborated a little bit, John. Um, and only in eight seasons with the Senators, has only scored twenty goals twice. Um, so he's definitely not the same player. I know he's not playing in the same caliber of, of line mates that he did in Anaheim, but you, there's something changed, you know, in him when he when he was traded to Ottawa, and he kind of went from like elite sniper to irrelevant. And really, what should have been the prime of his career, entering his like mid to late twenties, uh, he's only thirty now, twenty nine. He's not that old. Um, it's it's a sad story, a sad fall from grace. Yeah, yeah. Once I hope he turns it around. He's a good skilled player. Like he's got really, really great hands. And gosh, he's got how many more years on his contract? I don't know. Two, I think, and he makes like ten million a year almost. And you got to think like he's at, at the most thirty-one. So he should have five more good years in him if he comes yeah, back. Yeah, for this type of player, like he's a, he's just I don't know. It's it's just let's just it's a sad story. I hope he does well. T's and P's. <laughs> you know? T's and P's. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. It's just really it's sad. Deep. It's really too bad. Drugs are real, man. Like, it's a real thing. Drugs are real. Mm-hmm. And if you're depressed, drugs are very real. I luckily, I stayed away from all that stuff. Never uh, never dabbled. So, I don't know. So, we have something a little bit lighter, right? <laughs> what? What? Bortuzzo. Bortuzzo. <laughs> Before we get in, what what are your thoughts on this man as a as a hockey player and as an opponent and as a he shared the ice with you for a few years? Okay. Um, What's I his reputation among players? I don't like him. Um, <laughs> I I think he's a good, solid defenseman. I don't like the way he plays the game, and this cross check is just a perfect example for just a complete brains that he does not have in his head or the lack of respect that he has towards players like he could have really hurt this kid oh yeah it's just mind-numbing when i see something like this i want to just what what happened what i miss show him show him it's just roll the footage an insane video where bortuzzo for those of you who haven't seen it he cross-checks a guy from behind during the game arvidson is it Yep. Oh, cross checks Arvidsson from behind into the net. Arvidsson oh. is on his back tr- or on his knees trying to get up, and he hammers him again. It's the second one that does it for me. It really, really upsets me when I see that. It lights a fire at me. I don't me like too. Because you see, like you'll see, like a cross checking or like an elbow or sort of a late hit. You're like, okay, that's a hockey play. The guy <laughs> crossed the line. That's a minor, but it's still a hockey play. Yeah, that was not a hockey play. It's like those videos you see when there is a fight and someone's obviously losing or is unconscious and someone comes in and gives him another shot it's just unnecessary you're just trying to hurt the person and that's what he's doing right there oh really i i he should have got 15 games he only got four which is crazy um arvidson he's one of the one of the good young players on that team top six winger and he's going to miss four to six weeks as a as a at a minimum as a result of this and bortuzzo has been suspended before 
and has been fined twice for cross-check and only going to get four games. It doesn't really make it's, sense. The whole fine system and suspension system, it really is arbitrary. There, Who knows? It really – who knows how, how, how many games you're supposed to get suspended anymore? Because my, my thoughts were if you were suspended, if you're a previous offender, you should get more the next time you get suspended. Yep. Because you're a repeat offender. And this guy is a dirtbag. He's done it before. Obviously, he hasn't learned. This guy, like, it's not like it was a bang-bang play where it was like one cross-check, two cross-checks. He had time to think. He had a thought process. I cross-checked him once. Oh, I'm getting a penalty. I'm a big baby. I'm going to cross-check him again because my feelings are hurt. It drives me nuts. It drives I wish, I wish Steve McIntyre would have signed with Nashville and he would have punched his face in. Well, anytime anything like that happens on the ice, you get 100 tweets. But like, John, please sign like a one-day contract with our team. Just beat this guy up. Nashville's GM does not like me. Who's their GM? Um, that Poole or whatever? Poole, 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 Poyle? Yeah. Doesn't like me at all. Why not? When I was the whole All-Star game thing, he's like, I don't think this guy should go. He's terrible. He's and he was a GM of the Yeah, he's going he's like, he's to ruin right? the All-Star game. So I was like, nope. Yeah. But anyway, so he doesn't like me, so he wouldn't sign me. Their their big tough guy is Pekka Rene. <laughs> He's their tough guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on from that jerk. I don't even like him. He's got a terrible last name too. Bortuzzo, more like Bor. Oh, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> bored Tuzo, because I'm bored of him. Very nice. good, John. Nailed it. How about Nailed Yandel? It. You see that the, the the Yandel thing the other day? Yeah. Keith Yandel. He's still in the league. Can you imagine that? And he's like, he's killing it, too. He's I can't not that believe old. he's still in the league. Seems like that guy's been in the league forever. John just like has no idea what we're talking about. I don't about know here. what this guy does. You're doing great, though. He's I mean, only 33. He's not that old. It just seems like he should be 38 because he just seems like he's been in the league forever. He's bounced around from Arizona to New York to Florida to, was he, was he in a Canadian team at one point, I think? Calgary, I want to say? Nope. No? Nope. nope. This guy lost his teeth. He got all three. He, um... Took a puck or stick to the face? A puck to the face deflected on a dump in, and Lost it knocked out nine. nine teeth. Nine? Imagine losing nine teeth in the first period. One. I don't want any of them. So, nine. So in the first period, in the second period, Tim he missed nine it. nine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> in the second period, he was getting dental work done, and he came back for the third period. And then he um, got more dental work done, like, permanently the next morning. You guys and, just have dentists at oh, the yeah. game? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And then he played the next game to keep the Iron Man streak alive because he's like the current Iron Man, quote unquote. Didn't run a race like this guy did over here. No, he's not an actual Iron Man. He just plays hockey a lot. So the Iron Man streak is like the longest current game play streak, which is is at 821. Yep. That's pretty legit. Imagine if he plays 1,000 games straight. Imagine. Has that ever happened? I don't know, but in in the year that he got traded from Phoenix to uh, New York, he played 84 games. Isn't that crazy? Not really. Yes, it is. It's it's probably been done before. It's not that crazy. It so there's 82 crazy. games in his schedule. He got traded, so he played two more. Yep. It's not that amazing. Good for him. Great. Do you have any uh, any good stories with him? None. Or interact with him? None at all. No. Nope. What's, what's, have you seen dental work being done on the fly like that before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. What Guys kind of stuff? Teeth pulled in the back because like, the root's showing. and Yeah, it's crazy. Needle to stuck in. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. No. No, hockey. It's it's so... No. And then at at what point does it become a... 
a pride thing where you're actually hurting the team. It'll be interesting to see how he plays the next game to see if he actually is good or if he's just doing it for the streak. Because you remember when Cal Ripken played like a thousand, two thousand straight games, something crazy like that. It's like how many games did he play where he was just terrible, but they just threw him out there because they wanted to keep the streak alive. That's what I just question. Good for him. I hope he plays well. That's a, that's a that's a big injury to get nine teeth. Nine teeth? Goodness. I don't think I'd be playing. I'll tell you that I, much. Ooh, my. I would take a few How days. is his jaw not just swollen? Probably is. He's a hockey guy. He, he had a cage on for the rest of the game, obviously, protecting himself. I would, Doesn't happen in any, any other sport. No, 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 no. LeBron has a cramp. He's out for a week. <laughs> he is. Pitchers have, like, hangnails. They can't pitch. Well, that, I understand that because that's their that's their tool. Yeah. Like, when they go to the doctor, they go to the podiatrist. That's their tool. Yeah, but Johnny lost nine teeth. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now. What is nine the word? Teeth. Orthopedics. Surgeon. How many teeth have you that lost? That's what it is. Yeah. Orthopedic. I texted John. I, I thought it for sure it started with a P. No. There's a P in it. There's, There's a, a P, P in it. Orthopedic is like your major joints. Shoulders, yes. knees. Mostly orthopedic surgeons do that. Yeah. How many teeth did you lose? Just one and a half. Playing hockey? Cross-check in junior B. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. You, didn't, you didn't play juniors. Junior B, that's not that's, – that's junior. I played junior C and junior B, but that's way before – yeah, I was like 15 and 16. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But anyways, not many. I didn't lose any once I took my cage off. So Yeah. Yeah. No, so you had a cage on. And lost I had a cage you. on. How does that happen? Cross-check up underneath my cage, right in my <laughs> mouth. Right in my mouth. Wow. I did get a bunch of stitches at our – who was it? I think it was in San Jose. We had a dentist on staff, and they would also do the stitches. So I remember I got cut open one game, and I had to go get stitches the next morning. So I went to his dentist office. So I was sitting in a dentist chair getting stitches <laughs> while people around me were, like, getting teeth work done. It was really bizarre. Did you, did you get to pick a sticker out of the basket? I got a mint <laughs> got or a lollipop and a sticker. No, yeah. it was just weird. I'm like, why am I going to your dentist's office for stitches? Like, aren't you a dentist? He's like, no, no, I do stitches too. Just Crazy story. Anything Man, else, Tim? I don't think so. Pasternak got a hat trick tonight. I Bruins won seven to one. Care Ugh. about that? Second most exciting player in hockey right now. I will tell you a. Speaking of lopsided um, scores, one of the best stats I've ever had in my career was when I was with Chicago. We went to Edmonton. They beat us nine to two. I was plus one. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. That's when Sam Gagne got like seven points. I was going to ask, was that the game? It was eight yeah. points. He had eight four, points. Four goals, four assists, yeah. I think. It was plus one. You were at that game? That's I, was, I was in that game. You were plus one. Well, yeah. they probably weren't matching you up against Gagne. They should have been. <laughs> yeah, they maybe. should have been. <laughs> Q made a mistake there. Were you playing defense at the time? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, I got a message. From? My wife. Time to come home. <laughs> so, um, how big is everyone's turkey? I'm not. I don't have a turkey. Is that some kind of innuendo? What does that mean? <laughs> Thanksgiving. How okay. big is your turkey? Yeah, Tim. How big is your know. turkey? I don't have a turkey. Have you ever cooked a turkey? No, I have never. Personally, no. Really? Never. I like deli. Yeah, we're gonna do. We've done the the brines in years past, but we've we found this year it doesn't really do too much. So we're just gonna dry rub it this year. <laughs> and we did it. We did it last year, and it works out really great. Are you so, hosting? What's that? Are you hosting or just I'm the, the hostess with the mostest? We're hosting. My parents are coming to town. My Do wife's you make parents. the turkey? Danielle, I help her prepare it, and then she cooks it, and mm-hmm. then I slice it. One year, I sliced my finger right in half. 
Not a bueno Thanksgiving. <laughs> you had an injury the other night in hockey. Huh? I was going to ask about that. What's wrong with your thumb? I just broke my thumb. No big deal. Not NBD. Some guy was trying to clear the puck, and he got a little too overzealous, and his follow-through went up my shaft. Bang my thumb. It was fine. It's just a little blood blister. Not a big deal. We lost the game, though, in a shootout. They did not even pick me to go in the shootout. What? Why would you not? Do you believe that? Wow. You believe that? Who's making the decision? It went there? to five rounds. It's a three-person shootout. We went to five rounds. Didn't even get picked. You have an NHL all-star on your team, and you're going to pick everybody else. People just kept him. jumping off the bench. <laughs> I was just like, people just kept jumping off. And you lost? We lost. Yeah. I was giving it to my team in the room. Mm-hmm. There's one kid named Jerv. Jerv? Jerv. That's, I don't know what his name is. They, people call him Jerv. Ugh. Jumped off. We, had a, we were going to go three defensemen because most of our talent's on the back end. So it was going to go Simon, who played for the Toronto Marlies, this kid named Nate, who's a new kid on the team, and then I was going to go last. That was the plan. Simon went, scored. They went, missed. Nate was going to go. Jerv jumped on the ice. I, don't, I think his parents were in the crowd. He wanted to go. I don't know what happened. <laughs> jumped on. He just didn't even do anything. Buried it in the goalie's pads. Anyways, then it was just all downhill from there. Then I just yeah. gave up. I was like, I'm not going. If you guys like, whatever, you can do it on your own. Going back and having a sixer. <laughs> yeah. Just leaving early. I, I was late for the game because I showed up to the locker room and my father-in-law's team was in the in the room before us and they were a big craft brew team. Mm-hmm. And so they brought a bunch of craft brews and they had a bunch left. And like, we can't leave with all this beer. And they just started throwing cups at me. <laughs> and so I was trying to get dressed, drinking different types of beer. I came like five minutes has gone through the first period when I came out on the ice. <laughs> I was like, whoopsie. Sorry, guys. So anyway, it's all in good fun. All in good fun. My first loss, not regulation, though, so I don't think it's a blemish on my record yet. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, and the shootout loss where you don't even get picked to shoot, that doesn't count against you. I agree. No, and we did score before um, regulation ended, but the ref was, the refereeing is not the greatest in that league, so they didn't count it. So Have you scored yet? No, I've not. That's, that's the problem. I've had a lot of grade-A opportunities. Both of my sticks are legitimately broke, so... That's the issue. I just don't want to cut a new stick and to tape a new stick, so I'm riding those ones out until they absolutely snap in half. What do you have to cut a stick for? You need to add an extension to your sticks. This expert over here is trying to tell me what to do with my sticks. Tallest man in history. I have sticks that are too long for me, so I have to cut them. Really? Yes. Any other brain teasers or brain busters? (laughs) Brain busters. Billy Madison. Tim? Nope, that's it. That's it. Well... I hope everyone in the United States does have a really, really good Thanksgiving. Um, hug those around you and really cherish your loved ones because you never know when they might be gone. Good That's night. deep. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>